I believe in standing on the Word of God this morning. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. Man, you guys look beautiful this morning. Amen. Luke chapter 1, verse 26 this morning. This may sound Christmassy, but we're going to go a different direction with it. Amen. Luke chapter 20, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And it says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into the city of Galilee named Nazareth. And to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. I want you to look at a mother around you and say, you are favored. All right, y'all didn't mean that. Can you find somebody and really mean it this time and tell them, you are really favored this morning. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind that what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall be great. He shall be great, and he shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give unto him and the throne of his, his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Je Jacob forever, and his kingdom shall be no end. And then said Mary unto angel, Thou, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered unto her and said, The Holy Ghost has come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee, and therefore also this holy thing which shall be in thee, in thy, thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said unto her, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Listen, I, I want to preach this morning just a little bit, just very quickly. Something called the, the, the Mary model. I believe that Mary modeled what it was to be the true ideal of what it is to be a mother. Have you know if she was picked by God to mother the Son of God, she had to be the example of what God was looking for. And if you think it was easy mothering your child, try imagining mothering the Son of God. Come on now. Who's perfect? Who knows more than you? <laughs> you ever feel like your kids act like that? And then had such a purpose that even she had to let him go through the cross. Come on. Mary was the model for all mothers. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, this morning. Father, I thank you, God, for your presence. I thank you for your anointing. Father, I thank you, God, for every mother that's in the house. But, God, I'm not in here, God, just to celebrate them. But, God, I'm here to celebrate that someone's going to give their life to you this morning. God, I believe they're not here by accident. God, I don't believe, God, they're just here for their mother, God, or just here to see a kid get dedicated. But, God, they are here by divine 
appointment to give their life to you this morning. God, they're going to encounter you in a way, God, like they've never experienced before, God. And they're never going to be the same again because, God, you are that good. God, you are that great and you are that awesome. And, Father God, I ask you, God, to encounter them right now. God, let them feel, God, what I feel, God, inside of me. Father God, we're going to give you all the praise and the glory, God, in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. You may be seated this morning. Hallelujah. We are here to celebrate mothers. How do you know that none of us are here by mistake, but every single one of us are here due to having a mother? Regardless if they're still with you or not, regardless of the relationship you have, regardless of what's going on, we are all here birthed through motherhood. Motherhood is something special. I've found a lot of times that sometimes it's not as rewarding as we'd like for it to be. Uh, I know with my own kids, a lot of times is that my mother, my wife can do every single thing for the child. She can cook for and clean for them, do the boo-boos. She can clean up their little funky rooms and all kinds of stuff. But the moment daddy walks through the door, mama's pushed to the side. But how do you know that mothers are absolutely important in this world? Could you imagine if daddies raised the, the children alone? My good God. We would have some dirty children running around, wouldn't we? Diapers not being changed, houses not being cleaned, kids not even being looked for. But thank God for the loving care of a mother, amen, that looks out for their best interests. There's nothing like having a mother, that whenever the daddy is so busy being away, that the mother is always there. She is the nurturer. God placed a specialness inside of her, not just to be the helpmate of the father or the husband, but to be also the helper to the children. I believe that she is key in the destiny of where a child is going. I believe that she is key to the where the child is going. No matter how we feel about our fathers, there's something special about how we feel inside of us about our own mothers. There's something special inside of us, that there's a soft spot down deep inside of us. I want to say this as I was listening to even Brian speak about his own mother this morning. You could sense the tenderness uh, just speaking about his own mother, just speaking about it. And Josie, I don't know about you, but you've got big shoes to fill. I don't know if you got desserts on the table for him every single time, but how many know why? you even have a big responsibility to fill in the gap of where the mothers are at. Amen. There is a a comparison there that I've always said this, that you will marry the woman that reminds you of your mother. Okay, that's like two people. But how do you know you will marry the person that reminds you of your mother? And and so the reality is, is that mothers have a very special place inside of us. I've heard a phrase that says the joy in motherhood comes in moments. There will be hard times and frustrating times, but amid the challenges, there are also shining moments of joy and, and satisfaction. That you are the first one to communicate with the child. Yeah, you are the first one to even know that the child is even coming into existence. You know he or she is coming into existence before anyone else knows. Before a doctor tells you, before a paternity test tells you, you know there's something inside you that says, I am with 
expectancy that something great's about to come out of me. Yeah, that something is being birthed down deep inside of me. And the reality is you were the first connection uh, with that child. I said it, I've said it many times like this, that we're talking about Mary this morning, but a lot, a lot of times we talk about Pentecost and the day of Pentecost, and they were in the upper room, and they were waiting for the Holy Spirit to come. And could you imagine when Mary finally felt the Holy Spirit hit that room and hit her womb, she said, I have felt this before because it reminds me of my son who once dwelled inside me for nine months. Yeah, she was the first one to be filled with the Holy Ghost because she knew that feeling down deep inside of you. And the reality is there is a connection with you that is with that child that is unlike any other one. There is an intimacy that even the father doesn't completely understand. My wife said at Beth this morning that biology is the least of what makes someone a mother. Biology, it's not just the makeup of a paternity saying that's your child, but it's the love you express and the care you have for that child that makes you the mother. Amen. There is no greater good in all the world than motherhood. The influence of a mother in the lives of her children is beyond calculation. Listen, you are the you are the guiding post of where that child is going. You are. You are absolutely the guiding post. You are the first in contact and I guarantee you will be the last in contact. There is something inside of you. That's why have you ever seen this that we became a fatherless generation before we ever became a motherless generation? Because when the fathers turn their back, the mother says, oh, no, 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 no. I've went too much with this child. I have been with it. I've been in pain with it. I've seen it go through way too much for me to turn my back on this child. And the reality is I'm going to make sure no matter how many jobs I've got to work, no matter how much time I've got to stay up in the middle of the night, no matter how much puke I get on me, no matter how much a lack of thanks I get, I'm going and I am determined for this child to be someone in life because I got too much invested in it for it to go wrong. Oh, my good God. I got to say this to you children, no matter who you are, no matter if you're a child of 60 or if you're a child of 18, you should tell your mama thank you today that they invested so much in you that even when it felt wrong, even when it felt like they were trying to get down your throat and up your case, that they did it because they loved you. It may not have felt like it. It may not even look like it. But you ought to just turn around and just tell them thank you, thank you, thank you for everything you you put inside of me and maybe they're not even with you anymore you ought to just look to heaven and say mama thank you for all you put inside of me the church as we know it the kingdom of god was birthed 2000 some years ago it was birthed through the seed of jesus christ through the seed of jesus christ and the sacrificial form that he had came that he created from one seed a family called the church. But I want to let you know the Son of God had to be birthed through a mother. Mm. The church came to the form of a sacrificial seed of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, but the Son of God had to be birthed through a mother. 
God saw the recognition of how important that a mother would be that he said, even my son, even though I could just create him, even though I could just form him out of the dust of the, of the ground, just like Adam, he said, I can do anything I want to do, but mothers are so important that my church has got to be birthed through a mother. I want to say this, that just beyond even natural mothering, there has got to be some spiritual mothers raised up in the church again. It is a lack that we are lacking in, that young women don't even know how to act even in church anymore because we need spiritual mothers to rise up in the church. And to be a spiritual mother doesn't mean you have to be older in age. You just got to know God in his ways. Mm. You just got to know God in his ways so that you can show someone the pitfalls I went through, you ain't got to go through yourself. Honey, I know what you've been through. I know the turmoil you're going through. I know the hurt you're going through. I know the devastation with your family. I know the devastation with your husband. I know what it's like to raise children. And let me be there with you so that I can do life together with you and get you through that situation. Mary said, how can this be that I know not a man? I want to speak to the single mothers out there. How can I raise this child knowing that a man's not here? I hear the words of Beyonce running through my mind. All the single ladies. (laughs) Y'all forgive me. I know Beyonce needs Jesus. But all the single ladies, I want to tell you something. God entrusted you so much, he knows that you can do it on your own. I want to let you know that he he gave you a special strength that men don't even have. Yeah. A, a, A man has a hard time being a mother and a father at the same time. Yeah. We have a hard enough time being a father all by ourselves. All right. We have a hard enough time doing it. But God said that a mother sometimes is strong enough to do it even on her own. That I know it's hard. I know that times are difficult. I know that it stretched your financials. I know that it feels like you've got more tears than it does joy, but I want to let you know that just like Mary that knew not a man, God said, I want to let you know that you can do it through the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that you may not be able to do it on your own, but when you get the Holy Ghost down deep inside of you, God will place a strength inside of you that will stretch some things. He will stretch your love. He'll stretch your peace. He'll stretch your joy. He'll even stretch your finances. My good God, he'll stretch it. Look at the woman that gave the might. She was a widow, and God said, I love her so much because I'll stretch some things and see the heart that even when people don't recognize you and you say, I don't even got a man, how am I going to get through this? God said through the Holy Ghost, I'm going to give you strength. And I want to say this because I've heard my wife say this a few times and, 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 and that's okay. If she want to say she likes Thor, I'm going to get her back right now. Uh, I've heard her say this uh, because, I, I, listen, you may even feel like I'm married but I know not a man. That my husband ain't even in the picture. We're married. We're under the same roof. But he's so busy working that he ain't even here for me. 
and he ain't even here for the children. And, and can I let you know, thank God you got a busy husband. Let me say that. Because if you got one that ain't busy and lay on the couch, he needs rebuked and he needs to get out and help and get to work. But if he's working so much that it feels like you're a single mother. And it feels like, why am I even married? Because I'm married, but he ain't even here helping me. I want to let you know the same strength he placed on every mother is placed on you. That he will give you a special strength to raise them. Have you ever noticed us fathers, we don't completely, we don't get your nurturing spirit. We don't, I don't have it, I promise you. And there's times where my wife will ask me things, and I'll go, what in the world are you talking about? The kids are fine. Yeah, I ain't watched them. They've been outside playing for two hours. I don't know where they're at. They're fine. I ain't heard them be crying. I ain't heard the police called. I ain't heard the ambulance come. Everything's good. They're somewhere here. And y'all look at us like we're dumb as can be. Like, really, I signed up to, to raise you as a child, too? <laughs> and you say, I know not even a man to help me raise him. God said, I'm going to give you a special strength to keep on pushing. Number two, he says there about Elizabeth that there was a barrenness. She had had a barrenness. Had had a barrenness that she was empty and even was pregnant for six months and knew not even that she was pregnant. There was an emptiness inside of her. An emptiness, even though she was with child, there was an emptiness that she felt inside of her. I've heard this so many times out of mothers that I love my child. I'm doing every single thing that I can do for my child. I'm, I'm folding the laundry. I'm changing dirty diapers. I'm preparing meals. I'm doing homework with them. I'm doing all these things, and I'm trying to push them in the purpose. But at the same time of pushing them in the purpose, I'm losing my own identity. I'm just so-and-so's mama. I'm just Damon's mother. I'm just Rich's mom. I'm just Bert's mother. I don't even know who I am. I don't even have an identity any longer. And there's an emptiness that's going on inside of me that I know that, yes, I am called to be a mother, but who am I in the middle of it all? I want to let you know that the same way that the Holy Ghost fell on Elizabeth, he's going to fall on you this morning and regain your identity because you got to know who you are and whose you are to raise a child right. Oh, you didn't hear me? Because if you did, you'd be clapping. God said, I'm going to give you your identity back. I'm going to give you your dreams back. That you're not just a mother to be raising a child. But God said, I'm going to give you your dreams. I'm going to give you your livelihood. I'm going to give, and you're still going to be married. You're still going to be strong. You're still going to be a mother. But God said, I want some strong women to raise up. A Proverbs 31 woman that rises up and says, I know who I am in God. Uh, listen, I'm not afraid of strong women. We got to have strong women in the church. I know that the world is strong, afraid of strong women, and they've been fighting the rights of women for a very long time. But God made women so strong that they were the first ones to the tomb and ran back and was preaching the gospel of Jesus. I, I want to let you know God said, I'm going to put a word inside of you that's not just going to be for your child, but it's going to be for others around you uh, 
number three, I'm going to give you the faith of Mary. Could you imagine what it took to be the faith of Mary to say, who in the world am I to raise this child? Who in the world am I to raise the Son of God? And you may feel inadequate so many times, but keep speaking life to your child. If you've never started, listen, I don't know where you're at with your child. Maybe they're a month old. Maybe they're in conception right now. Maybe they're 50 years old. Never stop speaking faith over top of them. Never stop speaking their destiny over top of them. Never stop speaking that the faith that you placed over them as a child, it will come to pass. And I don't know where you're at, and maybe you've raised a child, and I want to speak to some older mothers that maybe you're in here today, and you said, I have trained up my child right. I did speak the word of God all right, but they don't look like anything I spoke over top of them. We're estranged. We don't even have a good relationship. Something don't seem right. We don't even talk anymore. I want to let you know that same faith that rose up in you that says I'm going to be a great mom. I want to let you know that same faith is going to carry your child to destiny. And that's why the Bible said that nothing is impossible with God. And Maybe your child is in an impossible situation. Maybe it looks like everything's not working the way that it should be. And it looks impossible. Maybe your child's even locked up in jail addictions and divorce it does not matter with God because God is still bigger than any situation you ain't got to know the natural for the supernatural to work I want to let you know some impossible situation is going to come in your life this year to turn around a situation in your life Father, I speak to every impossible situation with families right now. And Father, I declare possibility come back in the picture. Father, I declare possibility to come back into that situation right now. God, that it may look tough, but you are the God of impossible. Look at side by side you and say, do you know that you serve the God of impossibilities. Do you know that you serve the God of impossibilities? Stand with me this morning. I know you're saying, I ain't never heard no Mother's Day message like that. Neither have I. It's all good. That's how I preach. God's going to turn some barren, some empty places He's going to fill them with him this morning. Listen, I don't know where you're at with your, life, with your walk with Christ this morning. Maybe you don't know him at all. Listen, I know we're here to celebrate mothers, but I would be not doing God a favor to let you have that opportunity. But you're here by divine appointment. And maybe you're a mother that's struggling. You're saying, I just need some help. I just need some help. I'm acting like I got it all together. I'm acting like I don't feel like slapping these kids. But I feel like it a lot of days. 
I felt like just throwing my hands up and moving to Mexico. God said, I'm going to be enough to fill you this morning. To give you the strength to keep pushing. And women, I want to say this to you. I want to say this to you as clear as day. Thank you from all men. I want to say thank you while the men have lost vision, have lost purpose, and have even even lost their own identity, that you stood strong while us men was trying to get it together. I want to tell you thank you for leading families. Thank you for leading cities. Thank you for leading businesses. Thank you. listen, I don't know where you're at, but God said, I want to give you this opportunity this morning. So if that's you, as we begin to play this worship song, I want you to come this morning. And maybe you just need prayer on anything. Just make it to this altar. You ain't got to be a mother. But if you're a father, you're a man, you're a child, doesn't matter where you're at, God wants to meet you right here. You already sense him. You already feel him stirring in your heart. God said, I want to take that stirring and put divine purpose inside you. So if that's you, let's go. Come on, let's go. We're going to worship. Come on. As we begin to worship, come to this altar. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, Rob. Let's worship. Come on. Come to the altar, the Father's arms are open wide for but we're the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, come to the altar, the Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus generations to come will be blessed because of what they did. Because God, the strength you placed inside of them. Father God, I give you glory and I give you praise, God. In Jesus' holy name.